to Stacy Lynn. They found that a small protein cell couples the body's control of blood sugar and blood pressure. Scientists already knew the cell stimulates insulin to control blood sugar levels, but what they just learned is that it also stimulates a small sensory organ in the neck where the protein controls both blood sugar and blood pressure simultaneously. That could lead to new treatments for people who have both. Whoopi Goldberg is apologizing after a conversation about the Holocaust. It's not about race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. Some view viewers expressed outrage before the ABC host explained to the late show Stephen Colbert. As a black person, I think of race as being something that I can see. So I see you and I know what race you are. Goldberg says she has always supported Jewish people and always will. S&P futures up four. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make $200 to $300 this year. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for 25 cents a gallon or more cash back on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code GEAR to earn 25 cents a gallon or more on your first tank. That's code GEAR. In Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, high chairs and tables flew at a Golden Corral restaurant. A brawl unfolded as customers started asking, where's the beef? A former employee told KYW-TV the buffet apparently ran out of steak. The customers started beefing. Disgusted that people would even do that in a public place when there's children around. Punches were thrown, chairs were flying. Police say the fight involved more than 40 people. There are some other witness reports. It all got started because some people cut in line and then the buffet ran out of steak. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. This year's Nobel Peace Prize nominations have been announced. It's the most dangerous plant in the desert. Among the contenders, British nature broadcaster David Attenborough, Greta Thunberg, and Pope Francis. The winner will be announced next October. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make $200 to $300 this year. Wow. 
Look, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for 25 cents a gallon or more cash back on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code GEAR to earn 25 cents a gallon or more on your first tank. That's code GEAR. Steak and Shake thanks our community for patronizing our restaurant and supporting local business. You can visit Steak and Shake's drive-thru or order online for delivery and carry-out at SteakandShake.com. We'll even bring it out to you with our curbside service. Enjoy delicious breakfast, burgers, shakes, fries, and more. Open 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. Call 740-592-2005 or visit us online at SteakandShake.com. Be sure to sign up for our rewards club for even more deals. Steak and Shake, 941 East State Street in Athens. Are you a child care provider? Ever considered being a child care provider? Wanting to work from home and be your own boss? Athens County Child Care Unit can help you get started. Child care is essential to working families and the workforce shortage. Athens County is in desperate need of child care settings. Start your own business. Become a licensed family child care provider. Contact the child care unit at Ohio Means Jobs, Athens County, 510 West Union Street, or by calling 740-797-1405. Have you heard of Project RISE? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project RISE. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project RISE will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Don't leave money on the table. FAFSA could help the journey to college be less of a financial burden. We also help with filling out FAFSA, so it's less stressful for you. Visit itsforyou.org to use free resources to get free federal student financial aid for college. Visit itsforyou.org to learn more. Sponsored by the Ohio Department of Higher Education. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's care from the heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. I-N-E-P-T-M-X-T-E-C-2468. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, rah, rah, rah. Coach Turf, we bring our fans up to date now. Your team is now 0-7 on the season and 0-3 in the conference after that 79-7 loss at TNT last weekend. But uh, one of the bright spots of the season had to be early in the game 
when your team scored its first touchdown of the year. Well, that's right. You know, we always looking for bright spots in the ball game, and, uh, and you're right, it was a bright spot. We did get ourselves our first touchdown of the season, and I'm real proud of that, but I'm even more prouder of the way that we got that touchdown. You know, I'm sure we went in there to TNT, and they was expecting to just clobber us all over the place right from the start, and we didn't. Our boys showed their poise. They quitted themselves well out there on the football field. I am real proud of that fact, and we took the football. First time we had it, we marched. Right down the field, our quarterback, 12, third and 12, had his finest series of the season. He was handing off to Shortest Summers. He was handing off to Half Pine Hines. He was handing off to Foxhole Fogarty. Boy, we got from the ROTC department special for this game. He was whipping short passes out to the sideline of good old Needles Norgan. We had a drive where we was balanced in our attack between running plays and passing plays. We went right down the field. We had the ball for, I believe, 19 plays, and we went down and scored ourselves a touchdown. And the offense was clicking like a well-oiled machine. Not only that, they was doing good. After that, though, things must have gone a little bit downhill. Well, it's a, it's a good thing that we used all them plays uh, at, at the first, because if we'd only had the ball two, three, four plays like we generally do, that would have given them a whole lot more opportunities to score points, and they would have scored even more than they'd done. Of course, they did score, what was it, I believe 79, 79, 79 right. points. I lost count. You know, any time they go by 50, I just I lose count after that. And I'll be back with more from Coach Turf right after we pause for this message. <laughs> Any time past 50, huh? Yeah, yeah. That must have been a few times that season. Anyway, in continued honor of the Cincinnati Bengals, the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Bengal Spice Tea and the health benefits of Bengal Spice Tea. There really is such a product? There is. Hmm. Bengal Spice Tea. Okay. Coach Turf, you were telling me that TNT had a powerful offensive attack, especially with their sweep plays, their mind sweep left and mind sweep right. Well, that's right, and uh, they worked. They worked good. You know, uh, anytime your uh, opponent scores 79 points, they bound to use something that works. And them sweet plays of theirs worked. You know, they had a fellow named of a Russell, Ricochet Russell, who was bouncing off all our tacklers. Man, I knew that that was going to happen. And they had, whenever we keyed on Ricochet Russell running around them ends, what they'd done was they handed the ball off to their fullback, Treadway, Tank Treadway, and he just kind of bulldozed his way up the middle. And they, and whenever we kind of got all of our defensive boys collected up in the front on the line and then the linebackers, Oh, Bombs Bennett, man, he'd launch one of them bombs of his, and they'd score a touchdown on a long pass. So you might say it wasn't one of your better defensive efforts of the season. Well, no, I believe I've been saying that the whole program. In fact, what it was was a case where they just had too much firepower for our defense, and especially after thinking about showing all them inspirational movies to our boys, what our defense really needed was John Wayne. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. Wow, that sunshine is booming, isn't it? At least it is here on Columbus Road. 
It's a Tuesday, folks. It's also February. The first day of it. See, is this a leap year or not? I don't think so. So we got 20, 28 days. This is the party line on 970 WATH 97.1 on FM. Good morning. Welcome. And, uh, you know, the boy, they... The uh, weather forecasters are starting to, uh, what do you call it? They're making me a little worried. When you it looks looks a l- little threatening, doesn't yeah. it? With the icy rain in the forecast, ice yeah. accumulations possible. We have a, we've got a basketball game tonight here in Athens. The um, Bobcats, um, and there's one on Thursday. And, I uh, like how you tied that into the weather. And uh, <laughs> did, did I? I? I don't know. Well, I'm I, trying okay. to think if you did. Well, so there's a group I'm, that meets on the first Thursdays of um, every month. Oh, yeah. And there was a, an email that went out this morning saying, should we meet given the weather forecast? And... Um, Is the, I, I don't know what they'll decide, but well, if if you click on that orange, the Bengal orange bar up there at the top of the screen, that will give you the information from the National Weather Service. Like that? Did I do it? No, you you got to left click on it. Left click. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So that just popped up from the National Weather Service out of Charleston. So it says from February 2nd to starting at 9 p.m. So tomorrow night at 9 p.m. to February 4th. So that'd be Friday. Friday at 10 Mm a.m. Winter storm watch issued. Counties they're most concerned about here: Athens, Morgan, Perry, and Vinton. I'll just read this. Winter storm watch in effect from Wednesday evening through Friday morning. Heavy mixed precipita- precipitation possible. Total snow accumulations one to three inches and ice accumulations of two-tenths to a half an inch possible. Whoa. You know, the snow is no big deal. It's the ice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. The possibility of ice underneath that snow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That you can't see, obviously. Like our parking lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's see. Where? This is, uh, well, the same four counties. Perry, Morgan, Athens, and Vinton. Wednesday evening through Friday morning. And the things they say, power outages are possible. Tree damage is possible. Um, You know, snow doesn't bother them so much, trees that is, uh, but ice does. Uh, Lots of extra weight on those limbs and all of that. 
travel could be nearly impossible, it says. It, it actually says that. Yeah. Travel could be nearly impossible. The hazardous conditions could impact the morning or evening commute. Okay. Now, how do I get out of here? Go up to the arrow in the upper left corner in the blue. Okay. Click on that. There we go. There you okay. go. Well, anyway, today, though, they say it may get up to 55 degrees. Yeah. How about that? Springtime weather. Weird. <laughs> All right. Well, good morning, folks. Um Let me just tell you for a moment. We have a new show starting here on the station. Um, Caller, stand by. I'll I'll be there in a minute. Let me just finish my point here. The show is entitled Athens County Cares. And you know, we really do, don't we? Of course. Um, There are so many great projects that happen here. And we do our best to promote them. But um, the, um, let's see, the organization is, um, oh, shucks. Uh, Is it HapCap? No. Uh, Who is it? I'm not sure. It's Micah. Micah Uh, Haynes. She's been a guest on our show. I'm just having a little trouble with my memory here. Um, And she's such a neat person and and she's going to host this show and it starts today and you'll hear it on uh, I think each Tuesday and Friday is that it? Yeah. Um, so you know I really um, if you're on a, if you're not accustomed to um, sticking around after the party line show because <laughs> Scott you know he's terrible um <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? I didn't say anything. I did, but I mean, I hope everybody knows I'm joking. What? what, No, what did you say again? I couldn't understand everything you said. If you stick Uh, around after the party line show? Yeah. And I know some of you don't because Scott's terrible. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Okay. I I was teasing. You know what I mean. Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, anyway, Micah is going to have a half hour on Tuesdays and on Fridays called Athens County Care. So um, we're excited about it. All right, so that starts today. Okay. Now, back to Bobcat basketball. I got to thinking about, oh, we have a caller. I forgot. I oh, forgot. okay. Let's do that first. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. You just talked about what I want to talk about. Um, you're, uh, you're picking out more and more time from Sentimental Journey. And I was suggesting, yeah. Why, why don't we move things to like one o'clock? You already have car yeah. talks on Friday. You could move that thing on Thursday to Thursday time. Yeah, thank you, Barry. I mean, we're getting more and more cut out of uh, <laughs> sentimental journey. And if you wanted to start party, I mean, uh, a talkathon or whatever that I mean, that salathon, that would even cut deeper into. Um, we sentimental journalists, journalists or journey people, want our sentimental journey. Yeah. We don't want you to keep cutting it out. Yeah. And already, Kim and Ruth has moved from half an hour to about fifty minutes. You know, there goes a. And I was just wondering, wouldn't uh, 
1 o'clock be a better time for all this stuff? Well, I don't know. We, we can look at this. Okay, that's my suggestion. Yeah, why does my show get chopped? Yeah, right? because he d- I just love to <laughs> hear the old stuff. You know? Yes. It, it kinda... You know, as I was driving to work today, this has nothing to do with what you're saying. Um, I heard you say, you know, I am Scott Daly, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I got to thinking about Daly with Scott. The Daily Double, yes. You know, that, that daily, we even though you spell it differently than meaning every day of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, daily. Um, you know, why haven't we ever played with that name a little yeah. bit? Daily on 970 WATH. But I mean with um, each day. Flash and uh, all those guys. Is Scott going to be participating with this Athens Cares person like he does with Kim and Ruth and stuff? I, I don't we, think so. We're, we're, that sh- this show's in a development process, so just let it get underway and we'll see how it goes. I mean... I mean, not how it goes, but um, never mind. Okay. Unless you had a different time for them on a journey, you know. Yeah, we could put it on, you know, at 1 a.m. <laughs> no, no, that's when we're listening to Jim Bohannon. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, he's on all night. Okay. I can just get out I, the pillow and cot that I have here anyway. Anyway, I, I do enjoy You may need and, one and for the next day or two. Yeah, you're not kidding. I appreciate your variety. You know, that's great. We have... Glad uh, you're bringing this new show on. Okay. It's great. But I just thought maybe the timing is a little off. I agree. Can, can we... I don't know. I guess we can't shift that thing on Thursdays. But that's recording, so I guess you could. I, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Well, well he's talking about cutting into my show, Sentimental Journey, and mm-hmm. moving, moving Micah's show to the afternoon to the 1 o'clock okay. time slot. Well, and, I don't know. On that Thursday is that thing from uh, Fairfield County. The, uh, Fairfield County. Fair oh, Hope. Um, yeah. Hope. Fair um, Hope. Fair that Hope. could go to another time like well, I agree with you, Barry, because yeah. people have told me they enjoy looking forward to listening to the music. Now, I don't know whether Kim journey. and Ruth is so <clears throat> well firmly seated. You can't probably move that one, but but I wouldn't mind if you did. <laughs> anyway, Scott, keep up the good work on that sentimental journey. I just like the way you pull these old records out. Oh, I haven't heard that for centuries. <laughs> yeah, I love doing it, too. And like I was saying, I hear from so many people that look forward to the music at that that time, and I yeah. didn't have any input on when the yeah. show well, was going to be scheduled here, well, so it I was just, news to me too. Um, just to so now my, here's my input. My, my input into the timing of it. it, it I'm, I'm going to listen to it no matter when you have it, but I I like to listen to the sentimental journey uh, during that time because we out here have a following of. The way Scott's been doing it, we don't want it to get diminished even more. Thank you. Me either. Okay. Well, thank you for taking my call. And um, go Joe Burrows. <laughs> Are there and, two of and them? Go Bobcats tonight and Thursday night. And Saturday. And Saturday. Whoa, are they all here? No. Yeah, here. all three of them. Great. Well, oh, I didn't know that. I missed the Saturday one. Yep. So wow. we got three home games in a row. Yep. Wow. I'm glad you're going to the ball games. Well, I <laughs> Thursday might be a difficult one. 
We'll see. Okay. Thanks for taking Thank the call. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. We'll and 970 WATH. We'll get the Blue Jackets down here once it starts icing. I think I saw some of the Blue Jackets players out in the parking lot skating around earlier. Oh, here, here yeah. at the station? Yeah, slapping a hockey puck around. Today is National Freedom Day. It's National Get-Up Day. Or maybe I should put the emphasis on Get-Up Day. National Dark Chocolate Day. I'm all for that one. National Serpent Day. National Baked Alaska Day and National Texas Day. Bunch of them. Okay, what's Baked Alaska? It's a food, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Help me out. I'm not sure while what you, it is. While you're we'll... look, yeah, while you're digging into that, let's see here. National Freedom Day, National Get-Up Day. Baked Alaska is a uh, dessert, indeed, yes. Really? White cake, vanilla ice cream. Uh, you can use cherry ice cream on it, too. Hmm. But uh, it's... I, I just had a hunch it was like um, a fish dish, but it's a, a dessert. Yeah, ice cream and cake topped with browned meringue. Mm. Sounds wicked good i mean all right well that's it let's see here we've got um historical stuff of course um queen elizabeth i of england this is the year 1587 on this date of february 1st <coughs> excuse me Queen Elizabeth I of England signs the death warrant for her cousin, Mary, Queen of Scots. Real good friends and family members, right? Uh, apparently so, yes. 1843 on this date. The oldest continuous writer of insurance in America, the Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York, begins their operations. 1843. 1884, the first volume of the Oxford English Dictionary published. Huh. If I'm reading this right, it was published in many volumes. And the volumes, like the first volume, was from the letter A to... A-N-T. Now, let's see. How many letters in the alphabet? 26. Okay. So, this, that, that I'm going to test you here. Or not test you, but challenge you. How many volumes of the Oxford English Dictionary were published? 27. No, I don't think so. I think it's more than that. If A through A-N-T was in the first volume, they didn't get all the way through the A's. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's... Well, you get my point. I'll give you a few minutes on that one. Uh, it just says oh, you found 20. It? Yeah. 20? Yeah. Well, it was completely off. All right. Of course, many people out there have said that. 
1908, King Carlos I of Portugal and his heir, Prince Luis Felipe, I think it is, are assassinated by what they call Republican sympathizers in Lisbon. Remember that picture during the Vietnam War of a Saigon police officer executing a Viet Cong officer with a pistol to his shot to his head? It was a famous picture. Yep. I remember it very clearly. That occurred uh, on this date in 1968. Ayatollah Khomeini returns to Iran after 15 years in exile on this date in 1979. 2003, the space shuttle Columbia disintegrates during re-entry into Earth's atmosphere, killing all seven astronauts that were aboard. These are all things that happened on this date of February 1st. All right, well, let's see here. Famous birthdays. We got four to mention. Boris Yeltsin. Um, Former Russian president. Right. Um... And as Russian presidents go, he was one I cared for a little more than some of the others. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably a lousy thing to have said. Anyway, he was born on this date in 1931. He died in 2007. Okay, um, let's see here. Clark Gable, somebody brought him up earlier. Born on this date in 1901. Died in 1960. Hmm. 59 years of age then, right? Sounds like it. Yeah. You know, his I, his picture to me looks like he could have been older than that. Yes. He was born in uh, Cadiz, Ohio. I didn't know that. The eastern portion of Ohio. I'll be darned. Uh, okay, John Ford. Um, John was born on this date in 1895. He died in 1973. John Ford. Why should I know that name? Well, let's see what we can find out. I'm going to be embarrassed, I'll bet. He was an American film director and oh. naval officer. Okay. And the fourth birthday today is that of Harry Styles, young man who's uh, celebrating his 28th birthday. Is, is he an actor? He is a singer, singer, songwriter. Okay, music. Yes. Famous deaths. Let's see what we got here. Um, I guess just two. And uh, forgive me, neither one do I know. Um, so Mary Shelley 
was born in 1797. She died on this date in 1851. There's a picture here, obviously a very old picture, but um, my, she has great eyes. Who was Mary Shelley? She was an English novelist and the author of Frankenstein. Oh, mercy. <laughs> okay. And then, um, I don't know how to pronounce this. P-I-E-T. Piet. Um, okay. Mondrian. Mondrian. M-O-N-D-R-I-A-N. It was a Dutch painter and art theoretician. Uh, theoretician who is regarded as one of the greatest artists of the 20th century. Why don't I know this name then, uh, having studied all of that a good bit? Oh, well, um, he was born in 1872. He, he died on um, this date in 1944. What else do we have here? I guess I guess that's enough from that report. Um, let's um, let's update the um, COVID stats. I don't think I've done that for a day or two. Uh, so this is uh, the st these are stats as of two o'clock each day. So. Yesterday at 2 o'clock is when I um, typically put these stats in. Okay. Here in Athens County, since it, uh, this COVID thing began, we have had in our county 13,418 cases. That's 20.5% of our population in our county. Yesterday, there were 30, uh, that 13,418 represents 36 new cases yesterday, 42 the day before, 83 the day before that. We have 331 people hospitalized at this point in our county as the result of COVID. We have 10,818 that have uh, recovered now, which is 80.6% of those that have gotten it every, in our county again, have uh, recovered. In our county, we have had 111 deaths. That number has been the same for three or four days now, at least three I have in front of me. Um, bu 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 bu. Okay. How about the state of Ohio? We have basically 11.7 million people in our state. Um, our state represents 3.5% of the nation's population, I guess. Yeah, that'd be right. 
In Ohio, we had 4,160 new cases yesterday. The day before that, 5,224. And going back three days, 8,609 new cases. But yesterday, 4,160 cases, new cases. Bringing in the total thus far to... 2,500,000. 2,580,405. That's 22%. Almost 22.1% of our state has experienced COVID. And remember I said 20.5% in our The state deaths have also remained the same, 33,071, for at least three days. There's been no additional deaths. Um, boom, boom, boom. Vaccination rate for the state, 61 and a third percent. For Athens County, 52.8%. You think that's enough information on Ohio? Probably so. Yeah. It's hard for people to absorb this over the radio, I'm sure. Uh, United States. Now, this this has to be one of these uh, differences in, in when the numbers are received. But yesterday there were 14,217 new cases. Um, the day before that, 97,000. I'm rounding it off. The day before that, Almost 633,000. So, you know, how can yesterday be only 14,000? It just, um, it's just all in when the numbers get turned in sometimes. Which makes my report a little bit frustrating. Um, all right. Worldwide... Vaccination rate, 61% of our world's population has been vaccinated. Here in the United States, it's 75-plus percent. Well, if there's some number I left out that you particularly think is important, um, call us at 592-6646. There we go. Got it. Finally remembered. Um... And I'll try to bring it back up. Valentine's Day. Scott, I'm going to ask a really uh, stupid question on my part. Is it always February 4th? 14th. 14th. Yes. Okay. I knew there was a four in there. 
But it is always on the 14th. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I found a story this morning. Um, and, and this is one of these, uh, what do you call it, wallet hub studies that I kind of bring a number of them in. This one's entitled Best Places for Valentine's Day. But it's got some other facts, too, that are kind of interesting. So let's see here. Let's, let's do a portion of it. As the saying goes, money can't buy love, but it certainly can express it. This year, Americans collectively will spend $23.9 billion on Valentine's Day gifts ranging from greeting cards to jewelry to a special night out, the average lovebird shelling out 175 bucks. That startles me. And I like to celebrate Valentine's, certainly. But I don't believe I've ever spent 175 bucks. And the average, they say, is that. Well, anyway, they go on. But you don't need to empty your wallet just to show your romantic side. Depending on where you go and what you do, a sweet evening can be inexpensive and still have the same quality. You just need to be at the right place with the right budget. So, with love in the air, Wallet Hub played Cupid to determine the most romantic and cost-effective cities for celebrating Valentine's Day. We compared 100 of the largest U.S. cities across 27 key metrics, ranging from florists per capita to forecasted precipitation to cost of three-course meal for two, and so on. Um, so, let's see, there's a part I pasted in here from a different story, so I want to come back to that. But be best places to go for Valentine's Day. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, well, Scott, I'm going to put you on the spot. It's, uh, but I'll help you a little bit. So, what do you think the highest rated city in Ohio is? Uh, Cincinnati. You are correct. It comes in 44th out of this uh, 100 cities listed. Now, 44th, though. So there's uh, 43 others that made it better, and they're in other states. So you got, um, what do you think the most romantic place they say to go for Valentine's Day not romantic, but uh, cost all that stuff would be number one. What city? Yeah, just I'm really putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'll say somewhere in Virginia. No. Um, they say Virginia is for lovers, so mm -hmm. that's why. With with it's, that one, it's San Francisco. San Francisco makes number one. Seattle. Washington, number two, Honolulu, three, Orlando, Florida, um, fourth, blah, blah, blah. 
I had trouble saying that. Orlando, Florida, fourth. There we go. Then San Diego, fifth. Washington, D.C., sixth. Portland, Oregon, seventh. Las Vegas, eighth. Scottsdale, Arizona, ninth. And New York, New York, tenth. Okay, you mentioned Virginia, right? Yeah. Uh, Virginia Beach makes 16th. Okay, so let's do besides Columbus. Columbus made 48th. Toledo made 93rd. And Cleveland, 94th. Um, I don't think Columbus made the list. Oh, yes, they did. 48th. What have I done wrong here? Did I say Columbus originally? Cincinnati. Oh, I missed one of my highlighted entries. So 44th is Cincinnati, 48th is Columbus. Okay, now I feel better. Oh, well. Uh, Let's see. I've got some other points on this, but we do have a caller waiting. So uh, good morning. Uh, Morning, guys. Hi. Hey, uh I wanted to uh, remind you of somebody I suggested for a guest, and it'd be perfect this week. Mentioned in Cincinnati, uh, a guy from Athens that played for the Bengals. Remember? Well, are you talking about Dave Green? Exactly. Okay. You could probably get all three of the brothers. I think Steve was in your class, wasn't he, Scott? Yes. So you guys played a lot of sports together. But, yeah, Dave was playing when uh, Paul Brown was coaching. He's got some good stories, one of them involving Fred Swearingen. <laughs> well, Scott, you want to work on that? Sure. Okay. Yeah, just call uh, – if you want to call Kenny Kerr, he, he can get in touch with him, I'm sure, because I think Dave usually stays with him when he comes in town. Yeah, I think so. All right, cool. So he'd be a great guest this week. I'm just, just trying to remind you, Dave. All righty. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Bye. Um, so there is a suggestion. We'll see what we can do. Now, let me find this one other thing here. I've got all my pages out of order. Messed up. Okay, now, this is not from the Wallet Hub report. This is from somewhere else. It says the top six Valentine's Day facts for 2022. Top six facts. Total Valentine's Day spending projected for 2022 is $175.41 per person. That's amazing. Okay. Men will spend almost twice as much as women. The average for men, $235. The average for women, 119 10700000000 billion will be spent. Uh, uh, let's see here. No, 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 no. $6.2 billion will be spent on jewelry. Two point three billion on flowers, 
and $2.2 billion on candy. Oh, here's a... I thought this was an interesting one. What do you think the share of marriages are that begin online? Oh, I have no idea. 30%? Well, okay. 26%. I thought that was amazing. You know, we didn't have online, what, 20 years ago? Really? Maybe I'm being, maybe maybe I should say 30 years ago. But this is a whole new thing. Well, not new anymore, but in terms of the world and history and everything, the share of mar- marriages that begin online is 26% now. Let's see the uh, 33. Let's see overall online dating activity increase in the U.S. between the 1st of February and the 14th of February. Overall online dating activity increase is 33 percent. What share of Americans say the romantic gestures are more important to them now than they were pre-pandemic? Kind of interesting stuff. That was from a different report. Well, let's see here. Um, uh, Folks, let's let's do my dad's commentary now. Uh, Again, this was... uh, I wish we knew the dates these actually aired... But it was a long time ago. But we, um, we found a collection of them and we were trying to find more. This one, uh, the topic is year 1932. Now, if I recall, my dad was born in 1904. So let's see what he had to say about 1932. Friends, when I was born in 1904, a hit play was Uncle Tom's Cabin. Another was the wonderful Wizard of Oz. The top comedians were Weber and Fields. The Wright brothers of Dayton flew their Kitty Hawk plane 852 feet. Everybody sang, A Bird in the Gilded Cage. A turkey dinner cost 20 cents. Ten years later, in 1914, Barney Oldfield drove a car 132 miles an hour. Victor Herbert composed Naughty Marietta, and Jack Johnson defeated Jim Jeffries. A music troupe from England toured the United States. Two of its young members were Charlie Chaplin and Stan Laurel. Everybody sang, Let Me Call You Sweetheart. The Titanic sunk. Halley's Comet was seen. Moxie was a popular drink. Another decade in 1924, the first Miss America contest. Charlie Chaplin and Jackie Coogan in The Kid. We laughed at Mr. Gallagher and Mr. Sheen. The League of Nations was tried. Radio broadcasting was started. We sang I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles and started eating puffed wheat and puffed rice shot from guns. Five years later in 1929, I got my first job in radio at WAIU. We listened on the radio to Notre Dame's Four Horsemen. 
Norman Rockwell started his Saturday evening post covers. Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs. We laughed at Will Rogers and the Marx Brothers. Lindbergh flew the Atlantic. We sang Five Foot Two, Eyes of Blue, and began to enjoy the Burma Shave road signs. The hot automobile was the Stutz Bearcat. In 1934, I was 30 years old, married, and out of a job. Rudy Valley was hot. So was Pee Wee Miniature Golf. We laughed at Amos and Andy. Lindbergh's baby was kidnapped. Franklin D. Roosevelt became president. The Diane Quintuplets were born. Prohibition was repealed. We sang tiptoe through the tulips. Children cried for Fletcher's Castoria. Haircuts and a shave, 30 cents each. Well, friends, now it's 1992, 80 years later, a period we might call the hinge of history, a time of exciting change and growth, from rural to urban, inventions that shrunk the earth, from around the world in 80 days to one day. But people are just about the same. Most problems are still people problems. All during these 88 years, we lived on the edge of a crisis, and we still do. Just what you like to know. All right. And as he said in that report, that commentary, 1982 was when he was uh, voicing that. 1932, wasn't it? It was about 1932, but... Oh, I got you. But he said now, 50 years later, 1982. Anyway. Well, let's see here. Let's look at the New York Times a little bit. Inflation is up, and Americans are mad. Prices in ire rising. Why are Americans so upset about inflation? Well, inflation usually creates some dissatisfaction, of course. When price increases exceed wage increases, it means that the effective pay of most families is falling. That has happened here in the United States over the past year. It's partly a reflection of rising inflation around the world. Prices have increased because of COVID-19 disruptions um, that have reduced the supply of many goods, while government stimulus programs have put extra money into families' bank accounts. More demand plus less supply equals higher prices. But... Inflation is especially high here in the United States. The main reason is probably that this country spent more money on pandemic stimulus than many other countries. The second reason is that daily life here remains more disrupted than in much of Europe or Asia. Yet, even with highest inflation rates since the 1980s, the U.S. economy is functioning pretty well in other ways. Work is so plentiful 
that many people are quitting their jobs for better ones. Thanks to the stimulus money and rising home values and stock prices, most families are better off financially than when the pandemic began. Child poverty has plummeted. Life-saving vaccine shots are universally available. An inflation rate that exceeds wage growth does not automatically make Americans grumpy. In 1984 and 1988, when Republicans held the White House, inflation was also eating up wage gains. Yet, Republicans won both elections by large margins by running on the economy. They were able to do so because the economic confidence was high. Well, it's a tough problem. In coming months, inflation is likely to decline. But much of the pandemic stimulus is expiring. And the Federal Reserve will be raising interest rates. Um, at least as several top officials emphasized yesterday. The Biden administration is also taking steps to increase the supply of goods. It has encouraged ports to remain open and tried to increase the pool of truck drivers by expanding apprenticeships and reducing licensing wait time. Still, it remains unclear how far inflation will decline this year. It's a very difficult problem for anyone to address. Some economists have pointed out that inflation is now so high that it could decline in coming months while remaining uncomfortably high. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Breaking news from the NFL. Tom Brady has just announced he's retiring after 22 legendary seasons. Brady, play action. End zone. Speculation about his future had reached a fever pitch after a report Saturday. The seven-time Super Bowl champ was packing it in. Yesterday on his SiriusXM podcast, Brady said he hadn't made his mind up yet. Sometimes it, it takes some time to really evaluate how you feel and what you want to do. He posted to Instagram minutes ago saying it is now time to focus his time and energy on other things that require his attention. Tom Brady has spoken about his wife and children being his main concerns now. Bad weather is set to sweep the country just days after a blizzard hit New England for the first time in four years. Correspondent Jim Crisula is tracking the system. Winter storm warnings and watches extend from Colorado and New Mexico, north and east, all the way to northern Vermont. Peoria, Illinois hardware store manager Keith Riker is telling people. You may want to get batteries and things like that. Make sure you got plenty of water, you know, maybe, you know, bottled water and stuff if you, you know, get snowed in. Indianapolis store manager Lindy Miller is waiting on delivery. 
over 200 shaker containers of salt, and we've got sleds and shovels both coming. There's fear of a major ice storm in much of Oklahoma and Texas. Several historic black universities have received another batch of bomb threats just a day after scares sent campuses into lockdowns. Howard University in Washington, D.C. and Bowie State in Maryland are among the schools who say students 